0: That's crazy, and you're a runner as well. Damn, you stalked my Instagram, Evie.
1: Yeah, I mean it does. It does say you a runner. That's <laughs> a runner. <laughs> How long, you, long you been doing athletics for? What, um, what distance you do? Fifteen hundred, mate. Yeah, I can see the build. I can say maybe I can see you a middle distance runner. I can see that. I can see, that. checking me out, mate. Fuck me, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nah. Special thanks to Bailey. It's a cold podcast. Boy, Bailey's got nothing but good things. And the Morell show. Um, amazing com- uh, conversation. Big up Bailey. Big up the Morell show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Another week, another artist, all the way out in the UK again. Today I'm joined with another bees coming out of the UK with some banging music. Today I'm joined with Tashan. So
1: Tasham, welcome to the show, brother. How have you been, man? Well, thank very much. Thanks for having me. And um, not too bad, not too bad. I'm not long woken up, Tad. you get me? About to have some breakfast or whatnot, but I'm good. How about yourself? How you doing? Oh, right, I'm good. Just been grinding, killing podcasts, doing week after mm-hmm. week, day after
0: day, getting mm-hmm. guests on. You know the vibes. the same music, getting the content out.
1: Yeah, no, we love to see it,
0: man. We love to see it. Yeah, no, we love to see it. That's good. So obviously for people that don't know of you, so obviously Tashan's an artist, uh,
1: Tashan, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners? Yeah, basically um, I'm an artist from London um, and I make all kinds of music. I make r and I make a bit of trap, so I make um, a lot of UK hip-hop type, you get it? But um, yeah, it's yeah, basically me. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> that's good. What would you... I've noticed the... uh, Is that a beanie or is that some sort
1: of do-rag you've got on your head, mate? Oh, yeah. I don't know what the actual name is for it, but it's from my boy. My boy's brand, 99 by JMS. He released them a few days ago, so I had to grab me one. You get it? And I've been wearing it ever since. I guess it's like a little hat, but it's, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's tight. I can't remember what the actual name they were giving it, but, yeah, it's just a little hat on the top of my head right now. Talking about brands, I've got my boy's brand on for as well. You get it's it, go great. grab your merch. Just just casually plugging yeah. it in Australia.
0: I, I like it, I like it. <laughs> of course, <man>. global, <laughs> global, of course, it's only right. Did you uh did you pay for that or did your boy hit you this hit you up saying I've got some stuff I would love for you to
1: have? Like what was the process? He's, obviously- He's done that for me in the past, obviously, but um it's always good to support. So obviously I pay for this and I pay for this. But um I have not have had free merch in the past. But I'm always supporting, you get it. Yeah. And too. it's not too, it's not even expensive as well. You get me? The hat was only like twenty. I don't remember how much the jumper was, but the hat's only twenty, so you get me. Any little way I can help out. It's always so appreciated. Any little way I can just help with the drip to pull the girls.
0: I know you're a man that would literally pull girls, I'm sure. Got you got <laughs> you
1: got side left right. I see you. Yeah, I can't even you get me. I'm a married man right now. I'm a married man. Not actually married, but you get me. I can't be talking about no such <laughs> oh together. Ah, you good? Oh, I'm blaming you.
0: I don't. I'm I'm single, mate. I'm, I'm living my life being single. It's great.
1: <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. What's Sorry. um?
0: See, so in Australia, right? Yeah, it's, it's in Australia. I mean, it was quite warm today. It's cold in in London. Saw chunks of story this morning. It was like one degree or some shit. Yeah, you have been to the UK. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get there when
1: you guys have your summer. Yeah. Um. What's your interest with the UK? You're you tuning a lot of music from the UK. Um. Yeah. What was your first? The first thing that kind of sparked your interest with the UK? With UK music or UK just in general? Um, in both, general and in music. Right. What was uh, the first thing? My favorite
0: YouTubers, the Sidemen, obviously UK. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much after that I found a lot of artists. Obviously, you got the likes of Artie, Tion Wayne, Dave, Stormzy, um, D, um Naz. You got a bunch of artists, and then I found love for up and coming artists because a lot of you guys make some cold music. And there's you guys like get that recognition and noticeability compared to like some of the bigger artists, which I think is crazy, but all it all takes is time and like, a, that's probably what's really sparked my interest in the UK, obviously, Sidemen. Because, obviously, mm. Sidemen is just a global, global YouTube channel, and I feel like they were pretty much what got a lot of people interested in the UK because they've just been in that whole side of thing for, like, what, since 2010, really? 2013?
1: Yeah. so really- That's crazy. Yeah, You know what? Um, I'm not even surprised. I'm not surprised. I've always thought this. Um, the way media is nowadays seeing so many people blow up off YouTube and even our blowing up off TikTok, it's easy to, it's a lot easier than in the days of people really grinding the music and trying to make it globally. But um, with TikTok, with YouTube, it's easier for people to kind of bridge that gap and get that global recognition. So I'm really not surprised that Sidemen has kind of been your introduction into a lot of UK media and then further UK music, which is um, it's cool to see. And finally, actually, because um, I remember, like, uh ksi especially was like the first youtube i really tapped into as i used to be really into football when i was younger and then he started doing the the fifa content and then from there ksi and now obviously you have the sidemen so um that's just crazy to see and yeah. uh, it's nice to hear how tapped in you are with the uk music as well that's lit. that's really right. lit. what about australian music you like um any australian artists not as much I don't really know many Aussie artists, I'm being honest with you. I'm going to keep it 100
0: with you. I don't really know many artists in Australia. It's weird. It's weird for me to say that because, like, you would expect me to know more Aussie musicians than any other country, but I really don't.
1: That's fair enough. No, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily expect it because, you get me, I feel like, depending on what kind of music you listen to, do you know what I'm saying? A lot of the music is dominated by US artists or Canadian artists, especially in hip-hop. And then further now, UK artists. So I'm not surprised, really. Um, I'm not surprised. Obviously, I know Australia has 1-4. Yeah, 1-4. I was
0: going to say that's probably the biggest rap, grime sort of rap you've probably got in Australia because they're like really UK sort of... um,
1: Yeah, like the sound, yeah. I was going to say that's
0: probably the only rap group you'd probably know in Australia, 1-4. I actually didn't know about 1-4 until like... Or the start of this year, mm. which mm. is weird because, like, I got um, I got told about their music and I heard their song with Kid Leroy and I was like, "Oh shit, this bangs!" And then I've heard yeah. of their music since then. Like, they had a um, oh, they had a song with Fergie, I think.
1: Um, As- ASAP Ferg or Fergie. Uh, ASAP Ferg.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like yeah, that they did that. Really- Blew them up really because obviously mm. Aesop massive in the US, and when he came and like collaborated with One Four, I think that's really what blew up them completely. Yeah. And obviously they had Kid Leroy, who once he let, pretty much blew up in Australia
1: because of Juice WRLD, he pretty much went levels past Australia. So it's cool to see. I didn't even know they collabed. With, I didn't even know they collabed with the c- Kid Leroy. That's crazy. That's mad. That's I think hard. they collaborated
0: with Kid Leroy before he um before he started making hits with, like, Justin Bieber and stuff, but I think he made a song with them when it was, like, introduced to Juice Rod and shit, and I think that's when 1-4 reached out, and then he pretty much
1: mm. banged um, a verse on their song, which is pretty really? good. Yeah, it's crazy. I've seen a few behind-the-scenes things. Um, I think No Jumper did a piece with the kid Laurie, and he was taking them around, like, where he grew up in Australia. And um, not only that, but Asapberg. i think he went to australia on, on tour or whatever and it was linking up with the one for um i like to see it's, it's nice to kind of see those kind of things behind the scenes in different countries and kind of the reach of everyone's music and the people that are taking in that music it's interesting though. yeah it's interesting feel, to see i feel like it's cool
0: that you've got big artists and stuff helping out like the up-and-coming artists like if it wasn't i'm going to say this if kim didn't get in touch with Juice world he probably wouldn't be in the position that he's in now and you would mm. s- probably say the same with a bunch of US artists as well as UK
1: rappers. Mm. Um, yeah, sure. you never you should never underestimate the kind of value of um, just features or mm. certain artists that can bring you into different kind of corners of the world or kind of just expand your, um, your fan base or just grow you as an artist. So I think collaboration is always a good thing to kind of do or kind of experiment with.
0: Yeah, going off this, we've literally gone off topic from you. Because this podcast is about you, bro. We're not we're talking about one four, we're not talking about Kidleroy, we're not talking about any other UK <laughs> rapper, we're talking about you. This is your episode, man.
1: Respectfully, respect, respect, respect. What okay. do you want to know?
0: What can I talk about? What do I want to know? Hmm. Let me tell you, yes. Drip. How's the drip looking, mate? What's your daily drip like? What's your go-to? You've got the joggers
1: on, drip? you've got the jump high, you've got the Air Force Ones, you've got the do-rag. Like, what's the drip with you then? The drip, The drip for me, it's, it's, it changes on a day-to-day basis. I think, first and foremost, I like to be comfortable. Um, I like to be comfortable. Sometimes I like to just literally just wear anything. You get me? Like, it could be joggers, it could be sweats. Um, but the drip could be anything, change from a day-to-day basis, anything I kind of feel like wearing. I'm feeling a bit more spontaneous I wear something more kind of eye-catching and loud Um, I tend to dress in blacks greys most of blacks and greys sometimes a bit of white but every now and again I like to switch up and introduce a little bit of colour into the fit Um, but yeah for the most part I like to wear my friends brands I've got a lot of friends making clothes right now so um, and it's not just that I'm supporting but they're actually making clothes that I feel I'd wear other than other brands, so um, it works over out. Like, over like Trapstone yeah. and um, stuff like that? Yeah, I don't really like to, obviously I'll be wearing Nike from time to time, which everyone wears Nike, but apart mm-hmm. from that, I don't really like to wear what everyone else is wearing. Um, even so, do you know what I'm saying? If I'm wearing something that just happens to become popular, then I, I tend to stop stop wearing it when everyone else is wearing it. Yeah. Um, Just just so I think everyone should try to be a bit different, try to introduce something a bit different. And um, not only that, but your clothes are also like, um, it's just another way to represent yourself, another way to just just let your art breathe through you as a person. And it's also a conversation starter as well. So, um, yeah, I think people, it's, it's really cool to just in, in, invest and in, get me. Just to get me, bring your, yourself through your clothing.
0: you got to invest in yourself. Like, you have to find the clothing that works best for you. You've got to find the best clothing that works for you. Jewelry, mm. you have to find everything that works best for you. Obviously, mm. I'm more like, I don't know, I look, I like the style of like, you know, how you've got, you've got old money and you've got new money. I like the old mm. fashioned, like all those styles, like a lot of the styles that I see, like yo, the older celebrities, are like Leo and stuff. That's a good example, mm. of, like clothing and stuff that I like to wear.
1: Mm.
0: Um, But obviously I wear here and there, you've got your Tommy Hilfiger, which is popular. You've got your Gantt. Mm. But my yeah. best go-to daily would probably be Levi's. I love Levi's.
1: Um, yeah, Levi's go hard, man. Levi's do go hard. Fuck Levi's. Can I swear on the on the podcast?
0: Yeah, you can swear, you can... <laughs> bro. I swear. Oh, I not
1: know. To just... I don't know. I swear on
0: every single podcast. It's <laughs> this. I know. It just comes out natural. People, especially in Australia, like I remember watching um. When Logan and I came to Australia, they're like, Oh my god, Aussies just swear left, front,
1: right, and centre. Yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts in Australia you best? I'm in Melbourne. Okay, Melbourne. Okay. What's what's the capital of Australia? It's not Melbourne, is it? Canberra. Canberra's dead, what's man. That bro? Canberra's is dead. There's nothing there. I, I feel like um Australia is kinda of like America America in that kind of respect, like you would just assume the capital of America is New York, but obviously it's it's um, Washington. Where and it's, and New York's a lot more lit than Washington. You get it, and I think don't see him with Melbourne being more lit than Canberra. Yeah, well, the best places,
0: bro. The best places if you ever come to Australia: Melbourne, Sydney, Queensland.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I usually if I have a yeah.
0: If I am on summer, if I go on holiday, I always go on holiday with my family at the end of the year. Gold Coast. Oh, it's so mm. warm up there. It's just relaxing. Just sit mm. back by the pool, just relax, have the glasses on. Whereabouts is the Gold Coast? Whereabouts is that? Uh it's in Queensland. So it's like so you've got Brisbane and you've got mm. Gold Coast and stuff. Gold Coast is like near all the beaches or where we stay is near the beach. But mm. there's beaches all along Queensland, because it's like it's just warm there. So, you'll see pretty much every day if you go to Australia or come to Australia, you go to the Gold Coast or Brisbane or Queensland, any part of Queensland, you'll, it'll be warm
1: every single day, humid. You'll just be at the That's beach every single right, day. Okay. I would love to go Australia, but um, I don't know, man. It's the one, the flight. I think it's like, what's A 12-hour flight or something to go Australia. And not only that, but... Um, just the tarantulas man i fucking hate spiders oh really. my
0: god bro i'm sick of you uk man And I'm thinking australia is just weird with animals and dangerous i was talking is to you i was talking to dxbl another artist from uk and it's like bro i'm not scared of spiders and that i would love to come to australia as long as there's no and stuff in the backyard i'm fine you guys, a lot I of mean, you guys besides DXVL think that there's kangaroos and stuff everywhere in Australia. Yes, there is kangaroos in Australia. you got crocodiles and snakes and stuff. But yeah, yeah. There's no snakes,
1: crocodiles, or kangaroos in my backyard. I, I like snakes anyway. Snakes are calm. The only thing I was concerned about is torrentials, to be honest. That's the only thing I'm are not you? really fussed <laughs> I
0: just if you're
1: saying there's not that, then there's calm
0: i just think it's funny the perception that you uk guys think of australia like now nah, aussie's just dangerous like you've got strangers you've got bear bear animals you've got kangaroos and they're not like, even about like Bro, they're not everyone every like tourist or people overseas just think that australia there's there's just animals everywhere wherever you go it's around the corner that you've got an animal there you've got it's not like that that all
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Have to make a trip then. I think my sister's been Australia. though. She did say she didn't really encounter too many to get me creepy crawlies or nothing like that. So I would i would definitely be taking a trip someday.
0: Bro, hit me up. Get active in Melbourne. Yeah, hundred man, hundred percent. I'll definitely like to come down sometime. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So obviously, I've had this conversation a while ago with a bunch of artists and stuff. But obviously, you've got your football culture. Mm-hmm. Who do you support?
1: I support Arsenal. Well,
0: wow, so you're a KSI bandwagon, are you? Or are you just there because you've been you know there? You know I,
1: am, like... I supported Arsenal since I was a kid, since I was a little kid. Funny thing actually, if you know me, um, when I first first got into football, I supported Chelsea. And then um, but everyone but everyone supported Chelsea. I'm like, and Chelsea were the best team at this point, and i was like, and everyone supported Chelsea. I'm like, bro, this is fair, like I'm just going to support a different team. So I supported Arsenal. I think I don't know why. Maybe it's and me was still playing for them, or just the way that they played. And ever since I was like eight years old, I supported Arsenal. That's been my team. And um, yeah, they happen. They happen to be doing well now, which which it's been long overdue, long long overdue with a team that you wouldn't even expect them to do this well. So it's good to see. It's good to see.
0: It, I just think it's so sus that your team's doing really well this year, as soon as Prime is the sponsor of them.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Uh, you love to see it, man. You love to see it. What's but, going on
0: Arsenal? What's going on Prime? What if you put in the drink to make the players better? Because you I got shit out, so you weren't shit, but you weren't as good as what you are now. In a year, you know,
1: it's our t- it's our teta. It's our manager. It's our manager. That's what it is. He's a he's an amazing manager. He's just started out, but he's i you know I'm saying he's learned well from Pep Guardiola. He was always a, a, te- a technician when he was a footballer, and um, his style just suits us perfectly. I think that's what their magic formula is. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's
0: fine. All right. All right. All right. So, you're obviously an Arsenal fan. How how was it during COVID watching Arsenal? Because obviously, I'm not going to talk about much about this season because obviously Arsenal is doing really well this season. Because of Prime, just going to say, because of Prime, JJ and Logan have put something in their drinks for Arsenal this year. But besides Arsenal this year, how was it being a fan of Arsenal a couple of years
1: ago? shit <laughs> um yeah man yeah i don't i would i feel like good teams have a little transitional period but it's been a while since we've been a very good team so it's been a long transitional period so for the last few few years before to be too fair we we won a fa we won a couple of FA cups in the last few years as well before this season but apart from that it's you know get me it's been building up it's been building up it's been a it's been building up it's not, been the, it's not been the easiest being Arsenal fan for like, like last 10 years. You get it. But our time is finally coming. You get it. Yeah. Good. But it like Even Liverpool are having a terrible season. Chelsea are doing awful. I hate Chelsea, so I'm happy to see that. But um, Liverpool, obviously, they've done really well in the last five years, but they're having their transitional period now doing really shit. So um, it happens to all good teams. You get it. Yeah. No, it's fine. Outside of like, football, soccer, soccer.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, do you support any other sports?
1: shit. Yeah, I spot I the Lakers. I watch basketball. Fuck's like, man. I yeah. fuck with the Lakers, heavy.
0: You got another Laker fan. Is this because of LeBron or is this because of the Kobe era? It's because Kobe. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going to say Kobe. LeBron, I'm literally going to give you so much shit for that
1: if you say you only went to the Lakers and became a Laker fan because of LeBron. Yeah, no, nah, I hate people that say that. I was never, I was never a LeBron fan because I was always a big Kobe fan, so I was never a LeBron fan like that. I can respect him and what he's done for the game, but I was never big on even the way he played the game, like, I'm someone that likes, my favourite player growing up was always Curry Irving, I'm pretty sure he grew up in Australia, actually, but um, it was always Curry Irving, the handles, the way he played, I crazy. Think,
0: I think Curry fucked over Australia, I genuinely think that. He plays for USA, he was born in Australia, he should play for Australia. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, Australia have some decent
0: basketball players as well, is not it? Oh, we've come uh, up with amazing multi over the last few years. Like, mm. Obviously, uh, we've got the likes of uh, uh, Josh Giddey, uh, Jock Lando, who actually plays with the Phoenix Suns. Wow. The Phoenix Suns are doing quite well. Um, you've also got the likes of Ben Simmons. Uh, well,
1: we already know what happened with Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You had Andrew Bogut, Ben Simmons, Dante Exum. Mm. Yeah. Ben Simmons, man. He was meant to be the next thing, man. I had I, a, uh, I was, I was thinking it was going to be the next thing, the next big thing. Unfortunately, it didn't really pan out that way. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, I
0: um, I saw a photo a while ago of Ben Simmons, and I thought, um, you UK person, people are going to go off at me, but I swear he was with my jammer on a holiday or some shit in some house because they both took the same photo of the exact same house, It literally. Mm. Days apart, and I'm like, "Hmm, that's interesting." They didn't
1: really, <laughs> but under... I've seen the picture. I've seen the picture. I, have seen the picture. I know what you're on about store. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about store. Yeah, it's weird.
0: I know. I thought that whole situation was weird because I was. I remember seeing it. I was like, "Am I like seeing the right thing or like <laughs> what?"
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and no, they they split it up, I'm pretty sure. They did, they did break it off, didn't they? Yeah, it was yeah. like, they, they got engaged or something, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, um, no, they broke it off, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they're scared of anymore. Didn't Crazy. She, didn't she get with Stormzy? Wasn't she getting Stormzy for a little bit? She was with Stormzy for a long time. She was with Stormzy for a good few years, innit? And then that all broke down, and then from then, Ben Simmons. Mm. Yeah. She went from Stormzy to Ben Simmons, eh? Crazy. Um,
0: what are your thoughts on uh obviously you've got i'm gonna bring this up cheyenne reynolds she's are we when's the line gonna stop with her with going on dates the same with amelia with uh the chicken shop date i think so much (laughs) of that on my
1: youtube that keeps coming up (laughs) i don't know man respect to amelia though I, i like her content she's actually funny She's very funny. I like that kind of awkward humor. Yeah. Um, if you don't see too much in the media. Um, who else does it? Um or Aubrey Plaza, the actress Aubrey Plaza. She's got that kind of deadpan, awkward humor. I don't know if you know Aubrey Plaza. She's in um the to-do list. She's in um Mike and Dave need wedding dates. She's in a few Hollywood films, and she's she's got that deadpan humor as well. Like she's funny. She was also on community or the community or whatever, some American sitcoms, some American shit. But yeah, like, I fuck with Amelia, she's funny store. I, and, loved, um, I loved watching Amelia's interview with H at the, um. was it a
0: prison? <laughs> she gave H a box back, the same with H's stuff, and it was a hoodie, and a, like, not blown up football. <laughs> and it was like, where's my Rolex? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, she's too funny, man. She's actually too funny. you got to respect it, man. you got to respect it.
0: Uh, I remember when, um, oh, who posted, it? it was something like, is there, has anyone else picked up on this, like, is there, isn't it weird that Amelia's taking black people to a chicken shop?
1: <laughs> crazy.
0: Uh, yeah. I didn't crazy. even, I didn't even think of that until, like, I saw it and I was like, oh shit, now that you mentioned it. Yeah, no, I didn't deep it, so,
1: but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: She's done very well considering like you wouldn't expect that to blow up like a chicken shop day you've got like it's a four minute day obviously the date's longer but they've cut it down to like four minutes but you've had yeah. artists and people on like holy shit
1: mm. yeah man if you get up you know what i'm saying if you get the right artist on you get me get good conversation flowing and it's just bound to be successful you get it yeah and this but it has been you get it yeah
0: you're going to be at that level soon, mate, getting the DM from Amelia. I want you to come through on a chicken shop date.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. That
0: we'll OIR Cheyenne Reynolds date, I don't, know what, I don't know what would be more fun, the uh, Amelia date. I can the Amelia would be
1: way more fun than the Cheyenne one. You know what? I think, I don't know. I've seen the bits of Cheyenne's, but I haven't really watched her episodes like that. I do kind of prefer the Amelia ones. She's a bit more funny with it. Um <laughs> I've actually seen Shine in, in the flesh one time, man. She was at some festival one time. And my boy was <laughs> speaking to her. But um I prefer Amelia I mean, dates, I'll be real. Spine. Yeah, he was trying to do his thing. He was trying to do his thing still. He was trying to do his thing. Some I thought some festival that I wouldn't even go to actually or some drum and bass festival or something that I agreed to go to a long time ago. But um yeah, definitely the Amelia dates, I feel like they're more funny, you get it.
0: Yeah. The only Cheyenne Reynolds date I've seen was with Billy the Goat. Oh my! I was gonna say that's I've seen I've seen oh, bits of that. Billy is he is hilarious. M1 guys, I sh- I always shout these guys out. They don't ever shout me out. It's kind of dead,
1: but these guys are fucking hilarious in Manchester. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. You know, I've seen that Billy's funny. That guy's funny. You get it? That guy's funny. He's a year older than me. I can't believe that. That's mad. I can't. Even, I don't even know what age he is. He's 19. Yeah, I can't really tell. He seems a bit old sometimes, but then he looks hella young. He looks young, so I mm-hmm. couldn't really tell. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, 18. Bro. I'm 18. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And you're a runner as well. Damn, you stalked my Instagram, have you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does, it does say you're a runner. <laughs> it does say you're a runner. <laughs> uh, <you laughs> How long have you been doing um, athletics for? What, um, what distance do you do? 1,500, mate. Yeah, I can see the build. I can say maybe I can see your a middle distance runner. Right I can see that. I can Jeez, see that? He's checking me out, mate. Fuck me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been
0: Crazy. doing the, I've been doing the athletics since I was six.
1: So, oh wow. Yeah. Brought up that's young. That's always been mate. your event. Yeah, that's always been your event, or you've tried any other disciplines or.
0: Mm -hmm. the
1: thing was growing up like um
0: i was more long distance and stuff and then i had a lot of injuries here and there that put me back even more time and Mm -hmm. then i just came to a point where i'm just training now for like the 1500 up to like 5k but i haven't really raced 5k i've only raced 1500 but I'm just I'm I'm trying to build that strength and conditioning and stuff and getting the pacing and stuff so then I can actually race well. It's like I'm training with like the pros of Australia right now, the fastest runners in Australia. So
1: that's doing crazy, sir. You're not you're not doing bad. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Fifteen hundred is such a long event, bro. I used to run a hundred and two hundred, but um, you I should used be, to be fast, fast bro. bro. You should be fast, not to be not to be racist here, but you're black. You should be fast at hundred. I'm fast. I'm. I can't, I can't lie. I used to run. Uh, I never did like run for the county or anything like that. But in the borough, I was like one of the fastest, if not the fastest, in the borough. I was fast. So yeah, I could. De- I could definitely run a, a mean hundred. But yeah, and I stopped with that. I was more into football, to be honest. But I always had the pace there. Yeah. I always had the pace there. I feel like soccer players, football players are fast in
0: general, though. If you put a football player against like I don't know me. The football player is going to win because they've got the strength of just power. I've got the strength mm. of just endurance and stuff, as well as got power, but it's more endurance based. But football players have got more strength, which means more power, and more fast acceleration, which
1: means they can run fast hundred. Yeah, I mean footballers for the most part are always got. their you know, jump in a bit of pace. I mean the slowest players in, the, in on the pitch are really going to be your, your centre backs, your your centre midfielders. But even now. They have pace as well. A lot of centre backs be fast. So, um, yeah, man, everyone on the full pitch is pretty pacey. To be honest, I'll yeah. be real.
0: I'll be honest with you. I've, uh, I've, put this. I've talked my shit to SK and Mordecai and OM one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when I come to the UK, we're gonna have an athletics day. get <laughs> yeah, hard. Braces. We're gonna have races.
1: I'm gonna kick all your asses. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Let us set it up, man. Me and my boy were saying we need to do something like that, innit? I don't yeah. know if you know, um, Pablo Mari, he's also makes music. I've made the song with him, whatever. We worked together a lot, and he actually did athletics on a more serious thing innit? it. And uh, we were saying we need to set up like a thing amongst all the artists, like you get me, like a hundred meters and like a big event. Do you know how
0: funny and entertaining that would be, as well as the views and plays you'd get on that? It would like, be, it'd be very, if it was done the right way, it would actually be sick. Yeah, some good
1: entertainment. It'd be some good media. <laughs> I'll Be real.
0: Yeah, well, if you set up an athletics day, like, you could have so many people there on the day. Fair. You could that's have, fair. like, artists, like, I've already, planned, I've already planned this with M1, but we're going to have us four, we're going to get a bunch of other people, YouTubes and stuff, going to have a big day of that.
1: Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm.
0: I, I've said this to them and I've said this to a lot of people, if I come to the UK, it's finished. Like, I've got podcasts planned, I've got YouTube videos planned. I could... Yeah, that's crazy. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, off the top of my head, I've got about forty plus episodes I could do in the UK if I
1: came. That's mad. That's crazy, bro. That's mad. <laughs> <hard stuff. laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hard stuff.
0: And then YouTube that's videos, hard. you could literally do many. You could do football. Another mm-hmm. one that another idea that came SK from everyone gave me was like, um, you know that how the Sideman did a uh, hundred girls versus one. Or mm. one 20 girls, they're like, we need to do mm. that with Billy and that. And if you come, do you know how funny it'll be—an Aussie white boy talking to. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, is that like is for you for an artist, right? How was your like come up as an artist? It was like obviously you said you were football, like that was your sport. You did athletics here and there. Um
1: how actually how did you get involved in music um basically getting involved in music um i've always wanted to kind of you know what i'm saying just create as an artist like i've always wanted to get into film i've always wanted to get into music and it was probably like six form times when i was in school um before i went to university like i just i just needed to do it so um obviously i'd always freestyle like break with my boys and whatnot but then I was like, I went to my boy, um, T1, also known as Cavani, and I was literally just Cavani. And I was like, bro, We need. I don't know why we're messing about. We need to start making stuff. So one summer we'd link up throughout the summertime and just start creating, start making music for the first time. Just trying to learn how to get me engineered, to produce and to just make content. And then obviously I went off to university. In my class, there were several other artists or several other people that produced. And then I formed like a little collective with them. And then from there, we just started making music obviously link Cavani back up with everyone, link everyone together. And um, from there, like, people have stuck on that path and we're, we're all on that path and we're all just trying to prosper right now. And it's working very well for a lot of us to get it. Oh, bro, you've reached Australia, so obviously you've done something right. Yeah, man, just, we're trying to go global with it, to be honest. It's interesting, like, I've only done, um, including this one, I've done, like, three or four podcasts now. Like, four like four or five, it? one in australia now and one in america which is interesting i've only done one in the uk type shit, which is cool it's, it's nice to have that reach yeah. um yeah but how did you even the... find me
0: bro, how I did I find even... You? bro i just get on just get notifications of artists and stuff that i should possibly get in touch with and get them to come on the pod because that's like what i've been doing so i've pretty much been pretty much i'll be honest with you i get up and coming artists right, to come on the pod. That's pretty much what I've been doing for, like, the last four, couple episodes. I don't know how many episodes I've been doing this for, but I've been doing it for the last couple. And I pretty – I have better connections with up-and-coming artists than with me trying to get in touch with, like, I don't know, me getting in touch with some bigger artists that, I know, he has better things to do in his life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like that I get the best uh, conversations with up-and-coming artists because they – they're just a lot funnier. And they've been, like, they, they're just coming up. So they know, they the future's bright for them. And I feel like that's really cool.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's interesting. And it's sick that you're doing stuff like this. I always rate people that are doing, like, just content like this. And you get me documenting the rise as well. Oh, sick.
0: bro, bro, I'm going to tell you something. So this is very, uh, actually, I won't tell you because it's a bit private. But I'll tell you after the pod after we finish the podcast i'll tell you what i because i got in touch with another artist and what this artist told me i was shocked pretty much of what he told me and i was like oh shit Mm -hmm. i didn't really think of it that way but um moving on from that like what is your what is your goal for the rest of the year for you personally like is Mm -hmm. it to make like because i i gonna be honest with you i've only heard i've heard a bit of your songs often i've got that song. Bangs, mm-hmm. bangs! Appreciate bro. you, bro. bro. thank you, man. Bro, yeah. you need to make more. You need to make more, more music.
1: And this is... bro, honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm working on it, bro. I'm I'm definitely get some stuff out. I've been I never go studio. I very rarely go. I go studio like once every month, once every two months, very rarely. Whereas everyone else that is doing this or at my level, whatever, they go studio like every day type shit. So you get me. So I'm thinking if I up that, if I up the reps, then it's finished for the UK scene, in my opinion. But I'll definitely start releasing this month. I'm trying to work out, John you know saying, drop at least one song, which it's in that same kind of bag as often. I'm making music that's very similar to often. I'm actually fleshing out that kind of get me. So yeah. I definitely have music,
0: just fleshing out that vibe for often. Because bro, 100%. that just connects so well with your
1: voice, man. Bro, it's perfection? <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much. It means a lot, still. It means bro. a lot, man.
0: I'm always here to support artists. Going to change like the world. Like you've you can talk to so many different artists, and you get different responses from what they want to achieve in music. Well, that's mm-hmm. I don't know helping themselves, getting meeting new people, getting a fucking massive collab. Say you get a collab with heady One, that's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like there's so many mm-hmm. different goals and stuff that artists, up and coming artists especially, got. And their mind, I didn't, I didn't get it. Like their mind just ticks onto the next thing, like. This is the next thing I'm gonna do. This is the next song I'm gonna do. There's the club
1: and lining up. Like they've got so many yeah. things like going through their head that they just mm. keep that. You have to. You have to, man. Cause um for a lot of people in my position or independent artists, we're literally well a lot of them do have managers, but for the most part, a lot of do you know what I'm saying? You're doing your marketing, you're managing yourself, you're you're doing everything that goes into being an artist. So you've got to keep your mind ticking over constantly. You get me? Uh my goal for the for the year um i'm get just trying goal. to do i'm doing get, a,
0: of, get a bunch of side things. that would be my goal for you i'm joking i'm joking i can't <laughs> do that
1: i can't do that but um my goal um is just to do more collabs and that's what i've been doing so most of the time i've been in studio since the start of the year i've just been doing verses for people in it which i think is just an easy way to grow yourself as an artist because people are gonna hear from their fan bases or whatever are gonna hear that song and they're going to hear your verse on it, and then it's just going to naturally just lead to you, you know what I'm saying, jumping into more kind of markets. So, yeah, I've been working a lot of them, verses for people. Um, I'm not even trying to do shows like that. I've done a lot of shows over the last year, um, or just in general. I've done quite a lot of shows. I'm not even trying to do shows like that. I'm trying to make sure if I do do shows that they're with the right kind of people. I'm really trying to do uh, shows with artists that are a lot and get me more clouted. So same kind of same kind of thing. They see you crazy they're like wow, who's this guy like type shit and then um festivals I was trying to do a festival last time I was meant to that fell through for whatever reason and I've got another one pending this summer so I'm trying to do at least one I'm trying to do a couple festivals this year because yeah that's what just yeah it's something I've always wanted to do and then um apart from that I'd, I'd like to get um not necessarily signed but I'm trying to get the right situation for myself in it because it's a lot me sorting out visuals for myself I edit all my visuals um just yeah it's a lot it's a lot and I ain't got the time to sort out a lot in my life I'm always busy 24 7 so having a little do you know what I'm saying person to manage you do you know what I'm saying pattern things for you to get me would be nice and I want to do a, sh- a show overseas as well i like to do some shows overseas I've got my first show outside London um end of this month starting next month so I just want to carry that on and keep doing shows and do you know what I'm saying go outside of the, outside of the uk to do some shows would be cool and of cool
0: right no it's good i'm happy that you're always working 24 7. i edit all my shit as well so don't worry i edit all my audio i edit everything for my podcast i write stuff like titles and stuff come up with that and edit write a description and the editing takes a while plus then you need to get clips and pieces out of that and then i've also got planned episodes one after another which means I'm always busy. I've got a journal to keep track of my days and stuff when I have guests coming on. Um, then I've got a shit ton of information on artists on my phone. So then I can just, if I ever get stuck, I can just look at that. Because most times I don't really look on my phone. It's just there in case the conversation goes dead, which I've done mm-hmm. in the past where the conversation just doesn't flow at all, where you just have, you ask a question, they, it's like a one answer response in the uh, yeah,
1: this, <laughs> no, wait, is... what, what, what do you do in them situations
0: bro? it's oh i don't it's so bad that in those situations like
1: you just need to improvise in that situation you just keep trying to add on to what With, that... the content though like what do you have to edit it so it's so it's a bit you more entertaining to... or you have to drop it as it is or i just have to drop it as it is because you can't really do anything you can't make it entertaining
0: through that one part whereas mm. like the last couple episodes i could. The first cause what I like to do is I like to take a funny or interesting part of the episode and I put it at the start, which then
1: grabs the audience to then mm. goes into the intro to then starts the actual episode. I think that's the best way to do it. Um that's the best way to do it. In my recent podcast, um with IMG of God, uh UK podcast host, I did the same thing because I, I I like to have creative control and I want to make the content the most entertaining as possible. So I literally got the best bits from that. You can see it on my TikTok or on my, my Instagram. I've, I've literally done all the best bits from the interview. Gone through, I think it was a two-hour interview. Gone through every single bit. Taking the best bits and chopped it up into like the most entertaining, which is the, the best thing to do really, especially for podcasts. Grab them and then get me. People going to watch that. Jeez, got your own podcast as well, man, imagine. Mm, no, I'm not my podcast, isn't it? But I I, far, I actually... I do have something. Um I was running and I was trying to do a podcast, but, but for now it was just freestyles and it's a platform for artists. But yeah, crazy. Uh,
0: so like Charlie Sloth, pretty much. Getting the fire in the booth, those types of uh
1: pods sort of Um thing. Yeah, kind of. Like I had um, I was running a thing for, like behind the scenes on music videos, like it's basically like a double XL. The format for it was like a double XL. But instead of people voting straight off just going to do a cipher. People yeah. do that. That people do their episodes. So it's a two part. Like you do a song that people know, a song that's not released, um, and then people vote off your episode of right. all the episodes on a season, and then from that you get into the cipher. So that was the kind of format for it. Type shit.
0: No, that's good. That's so you have to start somewhere, whether that's successful or not. If you, you have to come up with some sort of idea that will like make you different to everyone else, because now in our like society. You have to be different. You need to have something that will just shine over the rest of everyone else. And I feel like that's so hard, especially in music, especially in mm-hmm. podcasts as well. Like, you, you've, you've got so many, you've got millions of artists around the world doing probably the same stuff that everyone else is doing, but only, like, you've got your artists that like Drake, so who have been there since, like, 2010, or even before 2010. But, like, you've got mm-hmm. artists like him who have just been – growing and getting better and better and then you've got artists like jack harlow who blew up because of what's popping but he's been making music for years and then drake mm-hmm. and him connected and now jack Harlow's is massive like you, you mm-hmm. just go through stage like that um and like i said at the start like you need to have connections which sucks that that's the way that it is but it, it's just society nowadays which i hate i'd rather work for my success, rather than get the connection. Obviously, the connection helps, but I'd rather work to get to that position without having that support. Like, of like, an, it, obviously, it helps because you have to adapt to that. And yeah, oh no,
1: I know. I it's just weird. Bro, I, I, bro, I, I agree, and that's that's what we call getting out of the mud. Like, and it's it's. I said this in the most recent song, the one I'm talking about. That I'm gonna drop or whatever. It's it's always so much more sweet when it's out of the mud, like. And it's hard as as someone that's literally you've grown from the foundations, never having no you get me, um, cosigns or people that are just in positions to help you get somewhere. It's just so much more sweet when you get it. It's just so much more sweet when you reach the top, and um, that's yeah. I respect the graft, and like, like yourself, but, like you respect the graft. There's there's a beauty in growing it from the ground up. There's a beauty in that. To be honest, I feel like once you get to the top, you just feel so good because then you
0: like. You, if you take a moment to look around at what you've actually been able to accomplish, you're like, oh shit, I've done, I did what I said I was going to do. Like that to mm. me, I feel like it's more like a better for me because you, you feel like you've done something in life rather than you, obviously you don't want the handout. Like, All right, I'll give you, I don't know, I'll give you 200,000 people. Like at this, mm. I just don't
1: like that idea. Mm-hmm. yeah same yeah same Um, I don't know like like an industry plant and you could say the same thing type shit but then again um, it's kind of attached 22 because a lot of the people that you maybe call industry plants they have put in a lot of graft to kind of get to that position unless it's they've literally just had family that are literally in a label or whatever like you'd say like a Coilerae like I'm pretty sure her dad was like a big label manager or a big label boss It's just gonna put her in a position to do something like that but Yeah, whichever way you look at it, there's got to be a lot of hard work in there somewhere, Yeah, I feel like.
0: Yeah, for me personally, this might be different to you, but I like to look at the most successful, whether that's artists, podcasts, whatever, and if I get the opportunity to ever get an interview or talk to them, I'll literally just ask for advice and be like, I don't want to come off as like a fan because then that just ruins that whole conversation and vibe which I've had to learn to not come off as a fan because obviously when i first started the podcast i interviewed runners and i was fans with a lot of them and then i realized oh shit this isn't really going to do well so then i had to change my mindset and become like more professional and then come off like i want to be friendly with you, that side of things and then learn from you that's what i learned
1: well that's what i've learned in 45 episodes so um i've always felt like that as well um it's, it's, that, it's like that as an artist <laughs> you don't want to come off as a fan to someone but anyway um, I've had a, I've had these kind of conversations with my boy because we're, I don't know I don't know, Like I think that is part of it as well that you just kind of have to step that kind of aura and from there you just have these kind of natural conversations with people um, I don't know, I don't know but yeah, yeah, I don't know but I agree, I completely come from the same kind of way of thinking I come from a, a complete same way of thinking. Like, say you're for you're in the room with like an artist, you you kinda you like their music or whatever, you can't go up to them like a fan or whatever. Um and the same thing, the conversation is key. Like if I see a Kanye West or a Kenji I'm not trying to go up to them for ask for a picture. Like I don't really get starstruck as it is anyway. But you, you could have, do you know what I'm saying? That like, split two seconds, you could have like the most meaningful conversation that could affect your life or whatever. Like, why would you ask for a picture? Like go and do you know what I'm saying? Soak up that information. You get me? Even if it is just a moment that's in your memory or whatever it's so much more important. So yeah. Yeah.
0: If I was in that situation, like if you were ever in those situations to meet Kendrick Lamar, you'd go over to them and say, How's it going? I'm Bailey, I'm Tassan. Then you'd literally go mm-hmm. from there, like, I'm um, respect your music, I love what you've done for the industry and stuff. Like, how would you be able to give me some tips or something on how to like improve? or like do something like that That's, type shit I'd, I'd be doing something like that if i was ever in that position to meet a big artist like drake kendrick lamar like you you just i don't know i feel like you'd learn a lot more if you just go up to them take the risk of introducing yourself because at the end of the day you they i feel like they respect people that go up to them obviously you don't want to come up as like desperate like i want you to Promote me and get me up higher, but, you know, going up to them and talking to them, like, it's just
1: cool to see that. And I feel yeah, like um, you get the best advice and stuff out of that. Yeah, you just got to play it like a G. Um, you just got to play it like a G. I don't know. I don't even know the approach. Sometimes just you got to let the the situation be as natural as possible. Uh, obviously, you're not approaching a female, but to say that like, you're, you're approaching like a, an attractive girl you want to chat to, you're not going to go over to her like a fan or beg it to her because bro she, she um she deals with that attention on a daily basis people coming up to her all the time she's sick of it you kind of want to approach the situation in a different way like a g and then do you know what i'm saying just just let things just come naturally i think that's how it should be in life don't force anything and i think that's how a lot of artists work a lot of the bigger artists work like that if it's natural if they feel the vibes are there then they go with vibes a lot of people just go with vibes and energy so let it just culminate naturally as possible <laughs>
0: yeah i'll well, put it this way guys i haven't met Tashan in my life this is my first time meeting Tashan, and we're connecting up
1: with, with boys but <laughs> that, that's facts man that's fact that's how it be bro that's how it be energy energies and vibes bro man right. it's like it's good man. it's good to see you.
0: bro it's it's cool because like you don't ever a lot of people don't ever get to a position where i am or where you are to have these conversations mm-hmm. like I know I feel like when I first started this podcast I used to come off like oh shit like I'm actually talking to this person like oh my god like what the fuck's going on like you've obviously gone Mm. through situations like that in your life as well with music and stuff we're like how Mm. the fuck am I here how am I in the Mm. studio with this person like that's just crazy to me like as long if you work hard and like my confidence after doing like so many episodes on podcasts and meeting so many different people my confidence is way better like, I'm coming to you like I know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> it's, it's good to see, bro. Like, yeah, you're, bro, you're You're good at this store. You're good at this, bro. It's good that you chose this path. I can't lie to you. And it's good that you're growing in confidence and whatnot. You get me? What's this your, your 45th episode? This will be my 46th episode, mate. Bro, yeah, you're good. Just keep it rolling, bro. I'm, I'm excited to see what you do with this in the future as well, man. I'm, I'm liking the content. Thanks, bro. really
0: appreciate that. <laughs> But like, I don't know, I feel like once you get to a stage where you just meet so many people and you're cool with them, like you can actually DM them and say like, happy birthday or something. I feel like you're like, oh shit, a year ago I probably wouldn't be in this position where I can actually DM them and they'd be, they'd be like the comment, they'd reply back like, thanks bro, I really appreciate it. Like that That to me, like the, I have a good example of this. So obviously, have you heard of an artist called Lunch Money Lewis? I, I talk about him a lot on my podcast, but... It sounds familiar.
1: Name sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, so he made the song Bills in 2015. I got bills. I got to pay. So I'm going to work, work, work every day. I'm actually mm-hmm. giving you guys a, a live show right now. You guys usually have to pay for that, but, you know. <laughs> but no, nah, um, I, I sent him a DM about coming on the podcast last year, and he liked the comment. And I was like, how the fuck is lunch? I was at, and then after that, after I DM'd him, I was about coming to the pod. He started following me. And that to me was crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm a fan of this guy. And he's he started following me and he's like my comedy thing. He knows who I am. That to me is crazy. Yeah. But like, I know, I'm no he had he had his birthday and I said, Happy birthday, bro. And he said, he said, thanks, bro, really appreciate it. And I'm like, bro, I'm getting called bro by someone i looked up to back in 2015 who still makes music like he produced um he's produced a shit ton of songs but just having those types of interactions with people through dms and stuff is crazy to me
1: mm, that's mad that's not that fun. it's crazy it's crazy what um just living in this kind of social media age can do and the way it can kind of connect all of us bro we love to see it
0: yeah Or well, for you for you who was the biggest artist you've been in contact with?
1: Um, No one, no one crazy. I wouldn't think anyway. I have met a lot of people in my time, but no one crazy. Um, Biggest person I've been in contact with, I've worked with some big artists, but that was more behind the camera, but I don't promote my stuff behind the camera because I do visuals and stuff, but I don't mix that with my artistry. So i worked with some big people behind the camera, but um, through in front of the camera, um I, I don't know man. I don't know. I don't really get starstruck as it is anyway, so I don't know. Until like I'd meet like a Kanye West or a Drake, then it's all just kinda get me. Yeah, it's all just good. kinda get me. No,
0: that's good. Well I've got we are coming up to the final bits of the episode. So for you, obviously you've got the greatest of all time in different areas of sport and whatsoever, but like for you Who is the GOAT for you, greatest of all time, sports person?
1: Oh, sports? Oh, lit. Um, Greatest all-time sports. Um, I mean, me running 100 metres, I think you already know who I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What's what's my answer? Usain Bolt. Yeah, I mean, I'm Jamaican as well, so it's going to have to be Usain. He's Jamaican. (laughs) Yeah, man. So I, was, I can't really say anyone else other than saying Now, let me. Th- I'm trying to think now. Um, who else would I say in the greatest of all time? Uh, um, I, I can't. Mm. Um, Michael Phelps. I've got a lot of respect for what he did. Michael Phelps was, John you know saying.
0: What about another Michael? You,
1: Michael, Michael Johnson.
0: No, another Michael. I mean, that's another good answer. But Michael, who? I can't think, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, what um event? What discipline? He's a shoe. He has a shoe
1: brand that every rapper has to have their hands on. Oh, okay. Sports. i was thinking it's purely athletics. Okay, sports, sports. i was thinking purely athletics. Um, yeah, Michael Jordan is of course the goat. Michael Jordan is definitely the goat. Um, who else? Goats. Michael Jordan, definitely the GOAT, bro. Um Messi? Who else? Ronaldo. Ronaldo's the goat. Oh, you are chatting shit. <laughs> I'm not chatting shit. I'm not chatting. I had this, Ronaldo, argue, the
0: goat. I had this argument with DXVL and he's I was like to him. He was I was um he was pretty much he pretty much had a man crash from Ronaldo. He's probably gonna DM me after I release his episode I'm like what the fuck are you doing, bro? But um he kept hyping Ronaldo up like, "Oh my god, if I saw him, I'd pass out." And I'm like, "Bro, you've got the biggest crush on him I've ever heard in my life." And I was like, "Oh my god, like, oh, it's just so good." Like,
1: Ronaldo is just—he's a, he's a Crystal Palace fan, isn't it? <laughs> DX. He's what's Crystal Palace, but um, I think Ronaldo is the GOAT, even though Messi won the World Cup.
0: I said, um... I said, I said this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to my gut. The goat talk is finished once Messi won the World Cup. That's my opinion. UK guys can go for of me. I don't care. That's my opinion.
1: But- yeah, no. I don't know. I just feel like Ronaldo has done it in the Spanish League. He's done it in the Premier League. He's done it in the Italian League. He's got a left foot. He's got a right foot. He's got three kicks. He can head the ball. He's strong. He is the complete football player. And Portugal had never really had a great team. Whereas Messi was always surrounded. From the time he started playing for Argentina, he was always surrounded with star players. He probably should have won at least two, three World Cups with the talent he had around him. So, there's not much I can say for that. But in my opinion, Ronaldo is just the all-round greatest player, bro. Like, crazy. When he he first came to the Premier League and transformed himself into this animal, into this beast, bro. He's actually doing step-overs, running around players. Like, you get me? It's crazy. And like, bro, like, Ronaldo, yeah. Bro, it sounds like you have a cross him in as well. You just had that full reaction, like, bro, it's just... Ronaldo i got respect for him, you know? for him. i got respect for him. Um, me being a footballer, being a shorter player, I feel like, you get me, sometimes it is kind of hard going against, like, these massive, like, six-foot-five players, you get me? So I respect Messi being able to do what he does, being his height, but as an unstoppable force, I feel like Ronaldo is just... He's a complete player. Especially, like, in the Premier League. Like, Messi's not done it in the Premier League. He probably could have done bits in the Premier League, but... Ronaldo just dominated, like, the hardest league in the world for years. For yeah. years, so.
0: Yeah.
1: Big respect. You're quite short, did you say? How short are you? Like, about like six foot? I'm joking.
0: Like five 5'8". So, like, toad jizzle height?
1: Where you got cold and dwarf and star and tinder? <laughs> that's not even... That's, like, bro, that's the average height in the UK is, like, 5'9". So, I'll take it, son. I'll literally take it.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm taller than you, so you would have thought white men would have been taller than black? Oh, I definitely wouldn't have thought. How that. Huh? How
1: tall are you? 6'2, mate. I think that helps with um, long distance running. Probably longer strides, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, no, nah, I must do still. Must be... oh, you don't really get um, short long distance runners, do you? Not really. Not in the
0: 1500. 5k and 10k you would. And like marathon, you'd get shorter guys in that. Um, But not fifteen, you'd get taller guys like six foot and over. I'd think for the fifteen, mm. that could it be wrong. Sense. Right, guys. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes sense. No, nah, that makes plenty of sense. I'm gonna start some drum. Obviously, yeah. Who so... else is your...
1: Yeah, go. Sorry.
0: Who else is your goods? Uh Michael Jordan. Obviously, Messi for the uh football. Tiger Woods, yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps. You've got. Usain Bolt. I'm also going to put in there Mo Farah and um Mo
1: Farah. Mo Farah's big good. He went to school local to where I went to school actually as well. But big goat, Trust me. Have you met him before? Um. Have I met him? I didn't meet him. I met some athletes. I I, I went youth games in it. Youth games for um my borough in it. I didn't meet Mo Farah though. I meet Mo Farah. Didn't meet my pharaoh. I met fucking um the mayor, mayor of London or whatever, Boris Johnson became prime minister, but I didn't meet my farah. I didn't know.
0: <laughs> damn, you be- didn't meet my farah. God damn, man.
1: <laughs> I know man, that's on that's on the listener. I gotta do that. I've gotta do that still. <laughs> that's funny to me. Um
0: I'm gonna start some drama now. Who for you, out of all the podcasts you've been on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> who has been the worst?
1: who has been the best you're competitive with it who's been the worst um there's not a worst because i've enjoyed every single podcast i've been on who's been the best Mm, that's that's difficult All, all podcasts i've been on you've been very good um difficult hmm hmm I don't know, respect. I say respect to Anthony Church. I was on his podcast first, Yeah, the, the American podcast. Um, big respect to him. Uh, <laughs> how do I choose? How do I choose? You
0: go off, um, I, I would think, obviously, you go off the one by the one you had the best experience. And obviously, all the experiences that podcast hosts do, they're all really good. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the different experiences you probably had with each of them. That's what I think, mm. personally, because I could go over, like, um, probably the worst guest I've had on the best guest. Like, I won't go over the best guest, but I could probably go over the worst guest I've had. Who the worst? The worst guest I've had on my podcast. He he, yeah, went, yeah. he doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, but the worst, pod, the worst person I've had on my pod would have to be, you ready for this? Who's that? It would be a de- a He'd be my worst podcast ho- like guest I've had on my show. Okay, he's an artist
1: or um, a runner. He is a
0: athlete from America, awesome. and obviously, I've had pretty entertaining podcasts here and there. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I've had pretty good podcasts since.
1: Mm. No, biggest... I respect. I respect that you said it. I'm not going to choose out of any of the podcasts because you've all got your strength and I enjoyed each one, do you know what I'm saying? For a different reason. I feel like IMG, one, the one I did most recently, UK one was, that was a fun podcast. This one, like, I appreciate the conversation. It's not just been strictly on music. We spoke about a lot of things around and kind of just brought it around to music at the end. And then Anthony as well, who's been a first person to like, bro, like, let's sit down. From a long time, he's been showing love. And we had interviews like two years apart. So, uh, big love to him, just always. From Cleveland, America, that like, is crazy, but yeah, that's my answer,
0: bro. That's good. You don't want to, don't want to start some drama because then
1: that'll end up causing shit for you. <laughs> I don't find a bit of drama, but I've had big love for you. I have big love for all the other podcasts. Uh, I've been in because I mean, like, you get no drama, it.
0: <laughs> bro. That's good. That's the way you need to keep it, because obviously, if you're not cool with some people it just goes to shit for you because then when you say you try and dm them and you try and support them and then like all right if you really support them then why did
1: you shit on me like in this this episode it comes yeah to- i think I realize now it's all about building relationships especially with people with media and, and pe- people in the media industry as well like these are valuable relationships as well and you want to both feed up each other and help each other grow so yeah people do you know what i'm saying have to value those relationships
0: yeah but well, put it this way the funniest episode I've ever had on the show was the episode I did with DXVL. There was just so much uh, shit between me and him. Like he introduced yeah. himself as John, my name's John. Then he was like, nah. No, <laughs> we talked about Leo and Ronaldo. We talked shit about that. Then he also gave me shit about other stuff about me. And it was just, I don't know, it was such a fun podcast. That was the funniest episode I've had. So, yeah, I'm not, su- he's a, he a character still.
1: I'm not yeah. surprised.
0: Boris was <laughs> telling me that he's um, Australia is like his third most
1: listened audience size. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy. I'm not too surprised though. Amer- um Australians be tapped in. Uh, mm. I've got a few, a few, and they definitely be tapped in, very tapped in, especially um, producers. I was getting a lot of uh, Australians sending me beats for a long time, so Australians do be tapped in, so I'm not too surprised. That's lit. Jeez, look at him, look at him. Uh,
0: Coming over to the um coming over to Australia, eh? Hopping over the bar. I'm, <laughs> I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it. You're with it. Bro, what is the um, UK slang with it? Mad ting,
1: <laughs> Mad ting. <laughs> <Bad> ting. <laughs> fit. Matting, like- sating, you get me. Bunda. Bund- um Bund's from l- area. I've got that stuck,
0: mate, because it was like I remember an interview, uh thing you did with Chunks and it was <laughs> I think it was uh chunks was fixing some girl's hair, and Harry was mm-hmm. like, "You, no." The girl said to chunks, "You've done this before," and Harry's like, "Yeah, we're well, tapping the wounds from behind."
1: <laughs> yeah. Now we got a lot of slang. What about um Australian? Phone's gonna die. Find a charger or something. I was trying to find a charger earlier. Yeah. yeah. What about Australian? slang? what kind of words from Australia you'd be saying? Um,
0: mm, I can say. I won't say one of the things because that will uh, come up very, it'll come up very offensive to a lot of people. But um, okay. we've, got, we've got mates, we've got dickhead. Um, uh, obviously we say fit. Um, okay. Same slang as UK. Yeah. Isn't another way um for you guys? You also call girls leng or Langers or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, leng, yeah, leng. Not really
0: lengers, but leng. Yeah, but we don't really say much. I'll say the, I'll say, I'll tell you what the other word is off camera, like once we stop recording, but, um, they're the words Aussies really use.
1: Yeah, calm, calm.
0: Um, for you, bro, what is the best clothing or what is the best clothing you've ever received? Best clothing I've ever received.
1: Yeah, come on. I want you to plug one of your boys. Um, Oh, I'd probably say my favourite piece of clothing right now is, um, for my last show, my boy, um, Benura, uh, Ali, he gifted me, um, a jumper, Benura jumper, and the material is just crazy. It was, it's on my, it's not uploaded haven't the pictures yet, but I put it on my Instagram like, crazy, crazy. This that's what, one thing I love about his brand. The materials and the quality is just there. It's crazy. He's got some mm. mad stuff pending as well. So I'll probably say the jumper. I wore that on stage from my last show. Last show? It was the last show. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's good. Crazy,
0: crazy, crazy. Um, have you done any brand deals before? I was, I'm assuming you
1: have done in the past. Or you've, you have got some planned. Yeah. Nothing planned. Um, All I've done is model stuff for the time being. But I definitely look. When I'm next releasing something to do like something in connection with a brand. Um, you've seen it a lot of UK artists now, especially in Trap Star, so yeah. Courtes. That shit. It's yeah, crazy. That's good. That's good. That's why really i definitely like to. I think even brand deals, bro. Like over doing like brand deals and stuff, I would like to do that, but I just want to do my own brand again. Like I used to make clothes in, in high school times and it was really successful, but the supplier wasn't very reliable. So um, that's been pending for a long time. i like to get back into there, just get a more um serious supplier and, bro, like... Look at him, know. look at it's him. It's hard look now, because I'm... Look at it. I was going to say... hard got... now, though, because the market's so saturated. Yeah, I was going to say, the look market at market's so you've saturated.
0: Businesses, you've got businesses everywhere, mate. You've got the music, you've got brand deals coming up, you want to design your own clothing, like... You've got everything.
1: You're very busy, man. I try to be, bro, like... I just feel like a lot of people are... um. They, they're, they're verbalists and they talk a lot about doing stuff but they don't actually want to go out and start doing things and it's, it's frustrating bro like trying to build stuff for people is just it's long and whatnot but um so sometimes you just got to do things by yourself it. so that's why I'm always moving at such a fast pace trying to do you know what I'm saying make so many things just become a success because you got to do it yourself because you can't rely on people unfortunately so yeah that's
0: good that's good well I'm a man that's had uh Couple of brand deals actually on my pod, which is actually pretty cool.
1: So mm, that's crazy stuff. Yeah,
0: got the jury, got the watches, you know, got from promote that. Wow. Be like, trying to be like that, bro. <laughs> bro
1: trying
0: to be
1: like
0: this. What you just have to do is just show persuasion and show evidence as to why you believe you can actually get a brand deal, which I've mm-hmm. I'm very persuasive when it comes to stuff like that. Especially if I am like down to do something, like I want to do something. I'm gonna be very persuasive and if I wanna get
1: something, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> mm, 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 no, Hundred. So So. so it's about being like that. I'm just bro. 100. That's,
0: that's really good. Well, I've got that's all the questions I've got for you, man. I uh appreciate you coming on. Um mm-hmm. taking the time to talk with me obviously we barely talked about music but like this is what I like to do I get to talk to them like we had a normal conversation pretty much then it's different you don't really get to see it that often with podcasts obviously I've heard a lot of podcasts and they always get artists on they talk about their music upcoming coming projects and stuff like that but I feel like I'm in a good place right now where I can just have a normal conversation with people and I like to do that and whether that gets Massive players, or if it doesn't get any players, I'll still do it because I like doing what I do. I enjoy doing this. So, but again, thanks for coming on, man. Would you like to outro the
1: podcast? Yeah, this has been Tashan. Thanks very much for having me. Get yeah, me new music coming this month, actually. New music videos coming this month. Just watch out for me. I come to a show sometime and get me. I'm popping out all over the UK. You get it. We out here. Yeah.
0: Besides that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Go and check out Tashan on Instagram. Um, He's going to be promoting a lot of stuff, obviously, over this year. So stay tapped in with
1: that. And, yeah, besides that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and then see you guys in the next one.